0: even though i played a lot of games i'm not in that dressing room not right now i don't know what's the difference but i think part of it has to be the comfort level of your superstars those guys feel comfortable going out there because they know that if they go into the corners if something happens they've got you know guys on their team that are going to back up. everybody who doesn't really play the game thinks oh i would do it but you know when you're getting your head hammered into the class and <laughs> it, uh, it, it it takes a toll on you not a lot of fun this is the rod peterson show It absolutely is. Hello, Canada and Canadian sports fans in the United States of America. Welcome to the RP Show. It is a Wednesday. It is episode number 737 of your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show. And listen, hang on, buckle up. It's going to be a very busy two hours here live from Gray Eagle because here's what we got going on. I'm going to tell you who who our new co-host is today in a moment. Joining us Later on in the program, the new career wins leader of the Western Hockey League amongst goaltenders, Nolan Meyer, is going to be joining us from the Saskatoon Blades later on in hour one. In hour two, Calgary Stampeders blogger, podcaster, and chief punk Ryan Valentine is going to be dropping down here to the Gray Eagle Event Center. He's going to be with us. So for the football fans, we will capitulate and talk all ball next hour with Ryan Ballantyne, USFL, CFL, NFL, whatever, that's his jam. And Ryan Keenan of the Saskatchewan Rush is going to join us as well, the star forward of the Rush, as they keep the hopes of a playoff spot alive. So those are the guests. Our co-hosts today will need no introduction to the Calgary viewers and a lot of golf fans across this country. Cool Kevin Smith joins us. That's a new nickname for you, Kevin. How you doing, my man?
1: I'm doing great. I've watched you so much. I've never been on, so this is, uh, this is a thrill to. Get back into kind of my old life and and just chat sports.
0: That's the thing. I want to tell the viewers that don't know. Twenty one years at Global Television, Global Calgary, Toronto kid, <laughs> now with Alberta Golf. So he's a golf guy, and he said, "Hey, you want to talk some golf?" And I said, "Yes," because lately we've been talking some golf, and people have been liking it. But because he spent all those years at Global, you can talk about everything, right?
1: Yes. Well, <laughs> we'll see what my memory can can jog out from uh, from all my years. But uh, yeah, and and you know back in those days you know you have like a 9 minute sports show so the fact that we have 45 minutes here this is uh, this is fantastic we're that's at, the difference no
0: it's sports talk meets television as a matter of fact i think you know this but i'll just say i've said since day 1 this is the view this is the view for sports fans where we have coffee every morning and uh, dis- dis- dissect what's going on or afternoon for those watching in eastern canada so can we please hit the quick six show horn uh, director jordan <laughs> thank you coming up here we've got our usual nhl leftovers blue jays lost nba playoffs some junior hockey stuff i want to talk about and the aforementioned golf <laughs> football next hour but last night Oh, man, did I have a great time. I want to thank Lee Genier for taking me down to the Calgary Stampede Rangeland Derby tarp auction. I do have some photos here. I know it's new for everybody. It's certainly new for me. I understand the lingo, but a lot of people will not. Whenever you want, Clark, throw those photos up. They auctioned off the canvas tarps for the chuck wagons. These were the drivers. For the Calgary Stampede. That's just a few of them. There were 27 in all, and they stood there, and it was a live auction in Calgary, and area businesses bid on them. $2.1 million raised. That was at the start of the night, actually, and then they brought them out one by one. That is Stampede Steve. Steve McDonough, the president of the Calgary Stampede. You'll recognize him because he was on the show here at Grey Eagle last month promoting all of this. So that was fantastic. And there's a look at it. I need a cowboy hat. So it looked like a scene from Yellowstone. Yes. And we had a big time, met a lot of new people, ran into some Flames people, some Stampeders people, and they all, you know, said welcome to Calgary, and they're following what we're doing, and it was just awesome. So you, Kevin, are no stranger to all of this. So before we went to air here, you talked about if the, there hadn't been trucks last year, now they are, they've, you know all the drivers. It's a yeah, big deal.
1: You know, you know, I moved here in 97, you know, and I, I spent a few years in the States, but, you know, I'm a Toronto kid, I didn't know anything about. Right rodeo. And uh, I had to learn and, and I think I covered probably twenty stampedes in my time at Television. And um the Chuck wagons are so electric and it's so unique, right? They're predominantly just Alberta riders. Um I know you said that they've scaled back some of it, but you know, when I was covering it, there were four um outfits per heat and, and nine nine heat. So you have thirty-six drivers every night for ten nights and you know, and you get on that rail and just the power and uh and these are albertans that have their ranches and this is their lifeblood. and so uh you know incredible to see that it is back and i know there's a lot, a lot of talk in in calgary you know with corporate calgary and and what covid's done to it and maybe what's happened with oil and gas but you know you see over two million dollars raised i think it, it's amazing i know it's not 36 drivers anymore right um 27 so maybe that's that cut into some of their livelihoods of but uh you know, Hey, you got to start somewhere. And, uh, I think it's great to see it, to see it back. It Even was know, just it's, fun. It's not my life anymore to, to cover it, but, uh, you know, I can, I can enjoy it as a fan now this summer.
0: Well, and that's, I just enjoy learning lifelong learnings, a thing people. And when visitlethbridge.com's drop is dropping a hundred grand on a tarp, I'm like, Whoa, visit has got six figures to Okay. This is cool. I love it. I'm here for it. Now, moving on, moving on. And I will get, they, I, <laughs> people are saying they love the bunny hug. Yes, Darren in Salt Lake City, you're late joining us. You said the XFL announced their eight head coaches. All ball, hour two. So just hang on. We're going to move on to point two from the NHL last night. There were 14 games. I'm not going to get into all of them. But the Buffalo Sabres have bested the Maple Leafs again. Tage Thompson had the winning goal and an assist as the Sabres beat Toronto 4-2. They're the only team to have three wins against the Leafs this year. Thank God they're not going to meet up in the playoffs. Tim Stutzler scored twice in the third period as Ottawa skated to a 4-1 win over the Detroit Red Wings. Matthew Kachuk scored a Hattie, and the Flames came back to beat the Seattle Kraken 5-3. Kachuk set a new career high for goals in a season with 37. Johnny Gaudreau had two assists to give him 101 points on the campaign. Clearly, we're going to get to the orders in the Canucks too, but with Kevin Smith here, covered the Flames for years, I'll just ask you this. Mm -hmm. Did you think Johnny Gaudreau was capable of what he's doing this year?
1: because Johnny's always been a regular season performer. I know he's had some dip the last couple of years, but in the regular season, um, you know, he's had seasons like, before, when he's still pretty young, what, 20, 27, 28. I, I remember Craig Conroy and I watching him after he was drafted, like 17 year old at the Northeast sportsplex here in Calgary. And nobody could hit him. He was doing these little backhand sauce yeah. passes. You know, even at th- that point, it was like, wow, but can that translate to the NHL? And as we've seen players of his stature and that, that talent, can translate in I guess what is the new NHL in the past in the past decade um see 101 points in the regular season you know it, it's it's a bit surprising it's great to see I, I covered the team in 2015 when when he and Monaghan and and them were were very yes. young and, and they they had that upset win over Vancouver and went to Anaheim in the second round uh, against you know a more veteran team with with Kessler and Getzlath and Perry and and um you know to think here Johnny is seven years later and and you know, looks like a top five player in the world right now. But I know what everyone's going to say is, well, how's it going to translate to the playoffs? And maybe that's where Daryl Sutter comes in. Maybe that's where Mark from as a goalie comes in. You know, maybe the Flames, you know, they're a little bit deeper on offense. So maybe this isn't going to be a team that'll be a great regular season team, win the division, and then, you know, get surprised by the Avalanche like they did, you know, a few years ago. So, uh, I, but I kind of believe it when I see it, but I'm, I'm hoping. <laughs> Well,
0: I'm turning your mic up and the guys are telling me to pull your mic in a little closer to you. Um, I'm getting the sense across all of Alberta. They're over the regular season. They're over it. The orders and flames are going to be in it. So can we just get to the playoffs? But the the reason I asked you about Johnny Gaudreau is we all knew or know that he had the skill, but the games that I've watched the past few years, he seemed disinterested. Mm -hmm. The skill was there, but he wasn't playing with heart. He is now. And how Daryl Sutter got him to do that, I don't know. But yep. that's Daryl.
1: Is that Daryl? Is that a contract? It's something. Is it a contract year as well? Um, but you know, when you watch him, <laughs> when he's engaged, I mean, he, he does stuff at high speed that only a few players on planet Earth can do. So um, you're Ooh. seeing. Yeah, you know, it's just it's incredible.
0: See how I say this is uh, the view for sports fans because you're getting into my one of my favorite topics with hockey because so many guys have said that over the years what what's he playing for is he playing for a contract is he playing for himself is he playing for the team i was always who cares <laughs> as long as they're playing as long as they're motivated yeah you know and we just need guys motivated here for a couple of months whatever it is if johnny's playing for a contract does it does it really matter no nope.
1: no it doesn't but he's engaged you see him so back checking saying- you see I mean, the way he's flying around the ice, uh, he looks like the Johnny Gaudreau of 2015, 2016, that would just come at you and, and just do everything at a high speed. But you know, his brain can just slow it down and, and find the players, the passing, the, uh, you know, he's even become a better goal scorer. So um, this is the best version of Johnny Gaudreau we've ever seen. And it's, uh, it's exciting so, but for but The Flames difference
0: fans. is in here. Yeah. And you've, gave, you've given me something to think about as to why. I thought it was Daryl. And maybe it is the it contract. Could, and it
1: could be Daryl too, for in sure. In
0: the end, I don't really care. I'm just, I'm applauding it. And like you, I hear it all the time. I get Jamie McCown sat in that chair yesterday <laughs> and said, we'll wait until the playoff. So you're hearing that more and more and more. Moving on, Kevin Fiala and Ryan Hartman each scored twice in the Minnesota Wild, beat the Edmonton Oilers 5-1 in a matchup of the NHL's hottest teams. The Wild improved to 11-1 and 2 Leon Dreisidel scored his career-high 51st goal for Edmonton, which had won six of its previous seven games. I didn't watch the game because I was at the Rangeland Derby Tarp auction, and I loved it, but I saw Craig Button eviscerating the Oilers' defense on SportsCenter this morning. Watched it three times. Where are the Oilers going? What are they doing? What do you think?
1: Well, they're certainly in a better place than they were a few months ago, but... The goaltending is going to be the thing, right? Yeah. On playoff time, right? Um, selfishly, I want a Calgary Edmonton playoff series. Now that looks like everybody does. Yeah. Now that looks like that'll be second round, right? The Flames look like they're going to win the division and face some version Lower, of Dallas, yeah. Nashville, Vegas, right? So, um, so what does that leave for the, for the is that, that would be Kings Oilers, right? So, um, if they both come through, I think it, it would be something we haven't seen. <laughs> the fact that we're, we're, we're coming out of COVID, it'll be packed crowds, it'll be the first Battle of Alberta in, um, I, I don't know, since 1991 or something like that. So uh, that's what I want. Just as a fan of hockey again, just as someone who can watch a few games from the stands and watch most of them from my couch, uh, I just want to see that.
0: If the Flames meet the Oilers in the playoffs, and he's saying correctly that it'll be round two. How long does it go? We could sit and talk about that for hours, too. I would say Flames in five. But the Flames would win the series. There's no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, One other, Quinn Hughes, scored in overtime as the Vancouver Canucks managed a narrow 5-4 win over the visiting Vegas Golden Knights. The result moves Vancouver within three points of Vegas, with both teams grasping for a playoff spot. The Dallas Stars are three points up on Vegas and six on Vancouver in the race for the second Western Conference wildcard berth. We're not going to spend any more time on the NHL, despite the fact that over all these games, Florida Panthers won their eighth in a row last night. It took overtime to beat Anaheim. Johnny Huberto on a turnover, which he caused, scoring the winner in FLA Live Arena. Uh, I'm having fun here in Alberta, obviously, but I can't wait to get down to Florida for the playoff run. And I hope that it lasts, because the insiders on uh, TSN insider training saying that Sergei Bobrovsky might not even be the starting goalie for the Panthers in the playoffs. Come on, a $10 million a year? <laughs> and they're thinking of going with the rookie because they don't trust Bob. Why do you got him then?
1: Well, if you're going to have a long playoff run, you're probably going to see both, right? If you're really going to go three four rounds deep, you're probably going to see both.
0: P- potentially, but potentially, you didn't yeah. with Andre Vasilevsky, who's played every single minute the last two years yeah. on the way to two Stanley Cup wins. Um, Point four, Blue Jays. No, it's point three, Blue Jays. Aaron Hicks hit a go-ahead two-run homer and made a jumping catch in his first left field start in four years, leading the Yankees over the Toronto Blue Jays 4 nothing. Nestor Cortez and four relievers combined on a five-hitter, quieting a Blue Jays offense that produced 23 runs and 38 hits in the first four games. The loss snapped the Jays' five-game win streak at Yankee Stadium. They'll do it again tonight, 7.05 Eastern. Point uh, four NBA playoffs, Anthony Edwards and D'Angelo Russell combined for 59 points to lead the Minnesota Timberwolves past the LA Clippers 109-104 in a play-in game. Edwards and Russell helped the T-Wolves overcome a rough night for Carl Anthony Towns and get the seventh seed for the NBA's Western Conference playoffs. The Clippers have a second chance to make the playoffs with a home game Friday for the eighth seed. I'll just throw these in, junior results from the SJ. Flin Flon beat Humboldt 1-0. The Bombers take that semi-final series in five. They'll move on to face the Estevan Bruins and the SJHL Championship Series. Uh, Jason Tatarnik, the Bruins head coach and GM, they're hosting the Centennial Cup. We'll be broadcasting live from there next month. I put in a request to get him on the show next week, and I'm sure it'll happen. AJ here last night. Brooks beating Okotoks 4-3. Spruce Grove over Drayton Valley 2-1. I don't know what the series are at. I'm just passing along the scores. In the dub, Moose Jaw Warriors over Brandon 5-2. Portland beat Tri-City 4-3. The Pats set Winnipeg Ice Game Thursday postponed due to the storm coming into Winnipeg. The WHL announcing rescheduled dates will be now Friday, Saturday. And tonight, the Red Deer Rebels are at the Calgary Hitmen. That one's on TSN. Okay, when we come back, we'll get into a little more comments from the viewers because I haven't got to those yet. But we're going to talk PGA with our golf guy, Kevin Smith. No word on Tiger yet for the PGA Championship. No word at all about Phil. Nothing. <laughs> and uh, the golf outlook and, and whatever you'd like to talk about. Nolan Meyer on the way. Ryan Ballantyne. Ryan Keenan. This is the warm-up, and you're watching the RP Show live from Gray Eagle Resorting Casino on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com.
1: Head to youtube.com slash the Peterson Show now.